Voice of Hope is a podcast of New Hope Presbyterian Church of Castle Rock, Colorado. New Hope is a church that puts people first. You can listen to our sermons and podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and any other popular podcast platforms. On Sunday, September 4th, we welcomed Pastor Don as he officially joined New Hope and preached on New Beginnings. Pray with me. Gracious and wonderful God, uh, may the somewhat nervous words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts uh, be acceptable to you, our strength, our redeemer. Amen. Before, oh, before I get started, I've got to fix this cord. You can see this cord from the camera. It's been sticking out for months. <clears throat> I, wa- I wanted to, uh, I was going to text into, now, now I know why it's been sticking out. I was going to text into the stream. Someone fixed that cord behind Russ and Jordan. I didn't want you to think um, that I was stalking you, though. <laughs> I have been stalking you, but I didn't want you to think that. Um, it is such a privilege to be here uh, with this stole at this pulpit. Um, you're a congregation who has been remarkably well served by really one of the best. I've watched a lot of sermons, especially in COVID days, and in these last few months as I've been watching too. Um, it doesn't get any more faithful, any more theologically grounded uh, than Russ Kane. Um, it's an awesome, uh, frightening task to step up behind here. A special uh, good morning to my dad, Art Shrum. He turns 101 in December. <laughs> so he's been watching a bit as well. The first thing he said to me uh, was, um, wow, that associate of yours is quite a preacher. Uh, <laughs> and Jordan, dad's watched more sermons than you and me combined over his years. And then he said, I wasn't so sure about the woman being trampled by the elephant. (laughs) If you heard this illustration, I said, Dad, exactly my thought. I'll give him a bad time when I see him uh, for us. What a hilarious Jordan's colorful uh, illustration that he made fun of already. Um, Preaching, preaching what fun. I want to just remind you, in case my stories get old in a few weeks, you believe in long hellos uh, and short goodbyes. So here we are with just the start of a start. Uh, I do want to thank you, Jordan. I can't imagine anyone doing any more than you have done in the last month since we started talking in May, uh, June, uh, to make me feel welcome, to help me in this last week understand what it is I do for a living now. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for your friendship and for your teaching in these days. Raise your hand if, uh, if you were on the transition team. You guys, how come, why is it that I feel like I've known you for a long time? That was, that was I mean, how awkward interviews are and how wonderful this group was at process at making me feel relaxed at being together. Thank you so much for playing such an instrumental role in my life that I get to be here. Um, Wow. First impressions. uh, You have all been so warm and welcoming. My first impressions might not be so. I didn't realize how much was going to be going on here during the week. So I was in shorts and sandals on my first days. 
And if I had known there's going to be so many of you coming through, I would have, I don't know, spent some more time in the sun or something to color up those white spindly legs. It was so bad that Jordan thought we should probably wear robes this morning just to <laughs> cover things up. I was in my office uh, Thursday late afternoon and I heard there's someone at the door. Uh, and this is great. It's, a, I guess, a relatively new system, better than a doorbell or a buzz. Uh, Jen's got this for us where a nice voice floats back to my office. And I know I was the last one here, and so I went uh, walking out my office door. And I could see uh, through the glass uh, a young woman standing with two girls behind her. Um, now, I'd already been working with Jen uh, a lot, and Linnea had been with me talking finances. I had already been uh, with a personnel gathering with Mary, uh, indeed. Uh, and then also we'd had a financial start to get caught up uh, with Karen Faust. Um, so I knew this woman wasn't one of my bosses. Um, I go to the door, but the problem with being new is you don't know anything, you don't know who's who, and so you got to be nice to everybody. <laughs> and I, I open the door and I say, hi, I'm Dawn. Nothing. Uh, nothing. Uh, she says, um, is there a Girl Scout meeting here? <laughs> and I say, um, I don't know. Uh, come on in. I'm trying to be a good evangelist. Welcome all our building users. Come in. And I think there's a schedule over here. And sure enough, right outside, uh, Jen has. She, it's probably for all of us, but apparently it's for staff, too, so they know what's going on. I said, walk over. Three of them follow me over to the little music stand. And sky, oh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, 5.30. She says, yeah, we're a little late. It's about 5.45. I said, um, it's in the underground. Great. She stands. I turn around, start making my way over to the stairs. And it doesn't feel right. Um, the signs don't say the right things. And I kind of pause and none of the lights are on. Of course, it says preschool, nursery, etc. And I turn and say, um, this is my first day. Uh, and I'm kicking myself because not three hours earlier, Jen had said, uh, hey, uh, do you want me to walk you around the building, show you what's up? And I said, oh, no. <laughs> you know, I've, you've, got, you've got work to do. I've got a sermon to write. And I say, I think there's, an, uh, there's another place, <laughs> is what I say. And I think it's this way. And she offers up gamely, maybe they're connected? I say, I don't think so. So we walk over here through the new place. By the way, nice new carpet. Thank you. You didn't need to do that for me. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful carpet. And I'm wearing my uh, shorts and my sandals. We walk and I make, at this point I'm getting the inclination she doesn't want to hear about the remodel of Kane Hall, so I just skip that. We're walking along and what I hear is the word cuidado, Spanish for careful, uh, and what I retrospect here I suspect are the words for, in Spanish, uh, mi español no es muy bueno. Um, I assume are the Spanish words for carpet and glue. And I process that and just just slow by one step off the edge of the new carpet guy over here on his knees laying but first gluing large sections I say stop uh, and, I, and I, I don't go forward because I can't but then <laughs> but then I can't under the new carpet I can't come back 
And so I do what I can only think of doing and as graciously and subtly as you can when you're 6'3 and 63. I take my sandal off. Uh, and I've got a white on the bottom. And I say, uh, we need to go back out the front door. We can go in this other door and down to the other. And so here we go. Well, I, I, I refrain from saying, walk this way. <laughs> and I go outside through a filthy floor. Uh, and outside, nice, nice patio. It's nice and warm. I'm trying to be chatty. But I can't help but notice she's lagging a little bit now behind. And I see in her face the image of um, this poor church. Uh, they've hired an idiot. <laughs> and I get, it, I get inside and I go see the sign. And I kind of point out gamely, oh, look, underground, nothing. But here we go. It's dark. I don't know where the lights are. And by now I'm praying, please, God. Let there be people down here because I can't, I can't deal with this anymore. Go down and I hear voices. I go find a door um, and I see through the window uh, some adults and some girls. Makes sense. Makes sense. I uh, open the door. All eyes turn to me. I'm not bothering with introductions anymore. I'm just some tall, weird, bald dude with one shoe on and one shoe in his hands. <laughs> and I'm, now I'm gesturing, uh, Girl Scouts? She says, yes. Uh, the woman and her kids come past me, kind of keeping their distance, um, and apologize. Sorry, we're late. And what I want to say is, yeah, if you'd been on time, you could have seen where everyone went, how, however they got here, I don't know. Uh, so just for our purposes and our shared ministry together, evening meetings, barbecues and potlucks, pastoral counseling in my office, whatever it is, we just need to schedule accordingly, because I can obviously never either arrive or leave New Hope Thursday, 5.30 to 6, because I can't bear seeing this woman again. All right, so just do our planning accordingly. <laughs> Into the wild is where you've been preaching uh, with uh, Jordan the last few weeks. It's a great theme, so we thought we'd stick with it. Uh, it's good about trips and the adventure New Hope is taking. Um, I hate packing for trips. I hate getting ready. The work of getting ready for a trip. I avoid, I put it off. Packing takes uh, exactly as long as you give it. So I've got friends who love getting ready for their little vacation and they start packing a week ahead, not me. The day before, because I've put off laundry as long as possible, now it's a rush and now I'm throwing things in. And the problem is uh, I get almost just there anyway. Yes, you might forget some things, but I got a credit card. And so then we go. I'm going to be with you for a year or more, year and a half, I hope not two years. That'll be significantly up to you and the work we do uh, together. It is work, but what a great time to start on Labor Day weekend when we celebrate work. Vacation's nice, trips are wonderful. We celebrate work. We celebrate work so much that we don't take for granted any job we have. We start with gratitude, how important work is. And we start recognizing that not only that, um, in the last few years, I know unions have become a little more popular than they have been, especially during COVID. We start to rec with our shortage of teachers. Are we, are we ready to be done critiquing teachers' unions for a while? Uh, maybe we're ready to say, look, we need these teachers badly. We need to fight for them. They should be making they should be making six figures if you ask me. We protect workers. 
<laughs> Amen. <laughs> we protect workers because they need protecting because our system takes advantage of labor. We're called to something else. We're called to appreciate, to communicate. As Christians, we're called to justice and equity, right? So Labor Day, we say, yay. How can we help those uh, who especially need protecting and grateful for the work we do? Your presbytery, Denver Presbytery, knows that I'm here this morning, knows that you are there. They've been tracking uh, as well. We're in the process of bringing new life, not that you don't already have plenty of life, to new hope. Um, there's, our, there's our year 18 months together. Um, repeat after me. Shifra. Shifra. Yeah, with that F, weird, huh? Pua. Uh, they're your grandmothers. They're midwives. Uh, two of the most uh, underutilized, underrated characters in the entire Bible. I'm going to turn to Exodus for the next six, seven weeks to talk about journey, because Exodus is the journey book. It's the best adventure wilderness book. All right? And we, at the start, recognize Shifra and Pua, our great uh, grandmothers in the faith. Uh, without them, there's no Moses. Uh, without them, there's no Judeo-Christian tradition. There's no Jesus. We're going back to our roots with these two women, uh, these uh, disobedient women who make up fantastic stories about what happens. They're supposed to be killing the babies uh, instead they're, these Hebrew women are so powerful, Pharaoh, by the time we get there, it's, sorry, uh, they managed to keep their jobs. Their jobs are why we're here today, right? Their uh, secrecy, their civil disobedience is why you and I are in these chairs uh, today. Um, midwives of our tradition. I love Exodus because it's the Listen carefully. <laughs> the originating book. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, wait a minute. Didn't this guy just spend 17 years at a church called Genesis? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, I'll tell you later uh, why Exodus is our originating book. I'll tell you, I'll tell you in Lent why, um, or maybe even Advent, I don't know, why the New Testament should be Mark, Matthew, Luke. You may already know these things. And the Old Testament should be Exodus, Genesis, etc. It's also the central story of the Bible. Wait a minute. This guy's been a preacher for a lot of years. Has he read the Gospels? There's no Gospels. There's no understanding Jesus without understanding Moses. Jesus wouldn't know who he is, what he's doing. Matthew especially wouldn't know what he's writing about other than a tribe wandering needing leadership, uh, needing guidance. Listen, thank you for hiring me as your midwife. The male term for midwife is, of course, midwife. Uh, the mid is from Old English, like mit in German, it means with. Wife is the Old English for woman. So those who are with the woman. So there's no gender attached to that job. I'm your midwife. Um, I'm your midwife because I know a lot about the pains. We even call it transition 
in birth. I know a lot about the pains of bringing new life. I know about church life. I know about grief and loss. I know that people here who are going to be some of my best friends and supporters in the next year, year and a half, are right now thinking, my God, I miss Russ. I'm in grief. (laughs) You must be. 26 years, you got to be kidding me. Um, I know that. We're doing something different. We're trying to clear a slate. We're trying to get ready for something more important out there ways. Um, That's what I've been trained to do, to know some psychology and sociology and theology and Bible. Um, That's what these stripes are about. The the doctorate thing is uh, not just theology. It's called a... And and by the way, to you, it's just Don or Pastor Don for your kids, whatever you want to do is great. Um, For Jordan, it's still the Reverend Dr. Donald A. (laughs) Schramm. For the rest of you all, just hate you. Uh, the, The doctorate... Um, is because of a study. It's called a practical doctorate. Yes, there's a lot of theology behind it, but as I was explaining it to my uh, elementary, I guess uh, Kate was probably uh, fifth grade or something 20 years ago, 22 years ago, telling what I had to study to get my doctorate in ministry, what it entailed, uh, et cetera, and why I hadn't gotten a PhD because they didn't want to take that much time and when I didn't want to go learn German, uh, et cetera. And so she listened to very, and she said, so you're a doctor. I said, yeah. She says, um, but not the kind who can really help anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's right, honey. <laughs> that's right. Uh, this Labor Day weekend, uh, I just ask you this. What work are you willing to do? Those are really comfy pews. These chairs aren't bad either. Uh, you get an implicit invitation to come and watch and listen or to be online. Here's the question. What are you willing to do? What work are you... I've got my work laid out and this whole worship preaching thing is only the part of it. I got my work uh, laid out through COM and through a lot of meetings and a lot of conversations with you. It's going to be fun work and hard at times. I need you. I need you to work with me. But it's your work. You have work to do. We can't do it for you in this case. It really can't happen. What are you personally willing to do in this rare opportunity, a change? Um, A change in New Hope's life. I'm going to start a Bible study in a few weeks. Are you ready to... For a change, because I'm here for whatever reason, whatever you, whatever you think about the new guy, what are you willing to, are you willing to open your Bible up a little more? You willing to spend a little time in prayer that you haven't done before? Some of you are thinking, I just met my new friend Carol over here, and we started the same day. And I was thinking, poor Carol. <laughs> she comes and then it's just this guy who's only temporary. Uh, Sally... Callahan, is that her last name? Sally helped me a lot with this when she said in a video here, uh, yes, it might only be a year, year and a half, but you know what? That's all we have teachers in our lives for. And I can tell you now, my elementary teachers who changed my life, um, we get to celebrate education in the next couple weeks. I love being in that category. I'm your teacher for a year and a half. Great. What are you willing to do to take advantage of this? Wow, what great opportunities you've had this summer uh, for serving. What are you willing to do this fall? It, you might as well do something you haven't done before, something different, because this is the chance. 
Uh, this is your opportunity. Don't let it go past. <laughs> the transition is a painful time, I know. You and me, it's transition for new hope. That's what we need each other for. It can be transition in your own life, this side of grief and loss, this side of new beginnings. It can be transition for the whole group, for you individually. Thank you for listening to Voices of Hope. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please rate and review it and share it with your friends. Go in peace and have a wonderful week.